Hello, this is Verla Forche of your Outside Mindset Show, where I shine a light on aging adults who may have a chronic illness and who are taking back their outside mindsets by looking or going outside into green spaces to spend more time close to trees, shrubs, and plants. I started this podcast for two reasons. Number one, I want to help people to recognize that going outside into green space is not just a nice thing to do, but it can save your life. Number two, I want to give you practical tips to help you to identify environments that can either help or harm your heart. For more peer-reviewed research on how green space can change your mindset, balance your nervous system and your heart rate, please go to my website, treesmendus.com, and check out my books, Take Back Your Outside Mindset, and my brand new book, Optimize Your Heart Rate, Balance Your Mind and Body with Green Space. Thank you for that. And today, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you our guest, Dr. Bing Zhao. She's a geriatric doctor in the first university of science and technology in China. This hospital is in Heifei, a city located in East China with a population of more than 9 million people. Dr. Zhao completed her medical degree in China and PhD at the University of Tasmania in Australia. Then Dr. Zhao went to Duke University in the U.S. as a research scholar. Last year, Dr. Bing Zhao decided to go back to her hometown as a geriatric doctor to care for aging adults who often have complex medical issues. Dr. Bing Zhao is the mother of a one-and-a-half-year-old boy and the wife of a surgeon in urology. She's also the only child of her parents. Dr. Bing Zhao's research interest is in air pollution and cardiovascular diseases. Dr. Zhao is recognized for her presentations at the youth section of the annual Congress of the European Society of Cardiology the largest cardiology congress in the world. She has published several papers, and one of them published in The Lancet Planetary Health, we will talk about today. Welcome, Dr. Bing Zhao. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Would you please start, Dr. Zhao, telling us more about you and why you're interested in air pollution? Um, thank you. As you said, I am a geriatric doctor in China, and I finished medicine degree in China and a PhD in University of Tasmania in Australia. And uh, my husband is also a doctor, and we have a boy. He's 19 months, and uh, he's very cute. <laughs> and uh, why I'm why I am interested in air pollution. Uh, air pollution is all around us, I think. And without air, there can be no life. But breathing polluted air affects us a lot, whether we realize it or not. 
It threatens everyone from unborn babies to elderly persons. The sources of air pollution can be very different. Their effects are usually equal, and people primarily focused on respiratory systems like asthma. But heart disease was previously unrecognized, and I found the consequences due to air pollution exceeded those due to respiratory disease. Then I got the chance to do the PhD, and I chose the project air pollution and cardiovascular disease. And I'd like to do some research on this project to help people realize we need to take an action before it's too late. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Dr. Bing, if I may call you that, uh, in uh, 2020, in your Lancet article, I'll just give the listeners the name of it. It's called Short-Term Exposure to Ambient Fine Particulate Matter and Out-of-Hospital Cardiac Arrest was published. So let's talk about that. Maybe our listeners need to know a little bit more about what is ambient fine particulate matter. Mm, to explain what is ambient fine particulate matter, first I need to tell you all what is particulate matter, PM. Um, okay. Particulate matter, PM, is a mix of solid and liquid particles suspended in air. The particles made up of dust, dirt, or smoke uh, from construction sites, fields, or fires, and can contain different chemicals, metals. But most particles are a mix of pollutants from traffic, power plant, industrial. And our study is focused on Ambient fine particulate matter, also called PM2.5, is a kind of tiny particulate matter. The particle diameter is less than 2.5 micrometer. To compare with the human hair, the width of a human hair is about 50 to 70 micrometers. So roughly 25 PM2.5 could be placed on the human hair. So particles in this size can move deep into the lungs when inhaled and from there into the bloodstream, which have adverse effect on human health. Wow. So the, the hair, like they can fit on the size is the size of a human hair. Uh, yeah, 25 times. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's very tiny, can tiny. go and they, deep into the lung, yeah. And they go right into the lungs and heart. Oh, thank you for that. So could you, uh, Dr. Zhao, just explain your study in simple terms and what your process was? So our study is a nationwide study in Japan by looking at the data of all of cardiac hospital cardiac arrests and the country's records on air pollution involving particulate matter PM2.5. The study design is called case crossover study. And in simple terms, uh, we compared cardiac arrest that occurred up to three days after the air pollution recorded. And we analyzed almost a quarter of a million cases over two years 
and also investigated the impacts on groups such as elderly. And uh, we provide comprehensive evidence of the relationship between exposure to PM 2.5 and the incidence of cardiac arrests. Wow. Wow. Thank you. That's such a clear explanation. And you looked, Japan is both urban and rural areas. Yes. yes. Because they have the air quality uh, station all over the country. So we collect the data from the national database. Yes. Wow. So you could compare the actual cardiac events of out of hospital cardiac arrest yeah, with yeah, yeah. the level of uh, pollutants at that time. And uh, okay, so let's continue. So what did your study find? Because cardiac arrest occurs when the heart suddenly stops pump, pumping. So it is a major medical emergency. So we focus on that disease. And uh, our study found short-term exposure to PM 2.5, it's up to three days, was associated with an increased risk of out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. Every 10 microgram per cubic meter increase in PM 2.5, there is a 1% to 4% increased risk of cardiac arrest. And the patients older than 65 years were more susceptible to PM 2.5 exposure than younger age group. And no sex differences were identified. Hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're male or female. But if you're over 65, your risk of yeah. out-of-hospital cardiac arrest is greater when the emissions are greater. Yes, yes. And just sticking with the uh, traffic emissions part, you looked at, if you could you just tell us a, a couple of the names of the gases in the traffic emissions that you looked at? Um, I think the traffic emissions um, include PM 2.5, and they also include like nitrogen oxide, dioxide, and uh, sulfur dioxide, and some photochemical oxidant like ozone. Great. And uh, some metals or some polluted gas. Yes. Thank you. And so this is amazing, the study that you did. Um, what, what surprised you the most when you, in this study? Yeah, the, the, the finding surprised me the most is in our study, 98% of cardiac arrests occurred while the PM 2.5 concentrations were lower than the Japan or USA standards. And 92% of the cases occurred at concentrations lower the WHO standard. In other words, at the air quality levels deemed fair, good, or very good, people are assuming air quality is safe at levels below the WHO standard, but there is really no safe level, level of PM 2.5 pollution. The findings support the evidence that there is no safe level of air pollution. And the current air quality standards need to be reassessed with consideration for 
efficient strategies to reduce the air pollutants to as low a level as possible. Wow! So the heart is really vulnerable to yes. air pollution. Wow! Even at very low levels, and there's no safe level. Okay, so what can our listeners do to help themselves when there's traffic emissions all around? You know, there is a tendency towards worse air pollution, like increasing number of cars and the disasters such as bushfires. So、mm-hmm. the impacts on cardiovascular events, in addition to respiratory disease, must be taken into account in healthcare responses. And the policies for improving air quality should be implemented. So our listeners can do something to help themselves, as you said. The traffic emissions represent a significant source of urban outdoor air pollution. It is better for people to choose public transport to improve our air quality. That is one way to help ourselves. And、uh, additionally, individually, especially the elderly or those who already have heart disease. Should take practical action to protect themselves. For example, when the air quality is not that good, they should use the air purify indoor to reduce their exposure to air pollution indoors.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would masks and,、uh, help? Yeah, I think all, like you said before, people should. Access to the greenest more, yeah. So they could build that, getting out into any kind of green space into their daily activities、yeah. could help、yes. them, especially for the elderly or who have already have heart disease. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you, Dr. Bingjiao, for your important work. Thank you. For helping、nice. us to recognize that、uh, that air pollution can harm our hearts within, it sounds like hours and、uh, even like, but mainly days, one to three days,、um, in、yes. a, in heavy duty air pollution can actually. Yeah, it's our study shows the acute. Exposure to air pollution and the effect on our health. Yeah, yeah, short term. So acute. I mean, short term. So this is something we all have to be aware of, particularly if we, like I am, in the、uh, and our listeners are in the sixty-five plus group, whether you're male or female. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well,、uh, congratulations on this groundbreaking work, and、uh, thank, thank you, you for. So clearly, explaining it to us, and so bravely, it takes some courage to、uh, to do this work, and、um, we deeply appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for inviting me to do this, and I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> so, listeners, please give your heart a break in green space. Follow the advice of Dr. Bing Zhao. Build times into your day to get the restorative power of green space near you.、Um, opt for public transportation、um, 
And if you want to read the entire article, which is very readable, even though it's a scientific, it's a, there's, it's accessible to all of the public. And again, the, the link will be in the show notes to this podcast. But again, it's called short-term exposure, and that's key. Short-term exposure to ambient fine particulate matter. We know what that is now. And out of hospital cardiac arrest um so look for the link on the show notes and on my and uh timeline of this podcast interview on my website treesmendus.com and for more information on how your time in green space helps to balance your thoughts your nervous system and your heart rate again please check out my new book optimize your heart rate balance your mind and body with green space and in there i cite dr Zhao's work and talk more about what she is so clearly uh talking to us about so until next time maybe put your hand on your heart to thank it that all that it does for you and then take it outside into green space bye for now see you next time